This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you? If people send you the same generic conversation starters, they message everyone else. Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Edmund Sumner, Jared Utoff, Joey Devine, Trey McKinney-Jones, Daquan Jones, Ike Onigbogu, Sean Keen, Alex Poitras, Damian Wilkins, musical guest John Cougar Mellencamp, and now the host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine. Hi, we're back after a long layoff. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast. Why did I say it like that? That's weird. Um, Sean Keen, you're here. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, Don Parter was really into those uh, down roster training camp Indiana Pacers this week. That's... Yeah, except he made a classic mistake. Which is, I believe the guy's name is E.K. Anubogu. His name is E.K. Anubogu? Yeah, wow. I believe so. Well, I um, guess that makes sense, because um, he also refused to pronounce Fred Armisen's name correctly for two seasons. <laughs> Fred Armisen! He kept calling him Fred Armstein. I was like... <laughs> Yeah, um, like he's really ripped. Whoa, whoa, he's here. The ghost is back. Hold on, the sand. Uh, just I don't know what's happening. Uh, Sean, yes, welcome back from down the mountain. It feels like we haven't done this in a long time. It's true. We did have a podcast last week, but it has. It's now I'm in. Now I'm in Los Angeles, though. Yeah, basketball uh, mecca. Ooh. By which uh, I mean they've been fasting. 
for good basketball for crucial months of the year. Well, luckily, June. Kyle Kuzma's here to serve it to him. Oh, look out. Everybody's preseason favorite with the Lakers playing alongside oldest young man in the world, Alex Caruso. <laughs> he has been shooting the lights out, except for tonight when he was not that great. But No, but you know what? Everybody's allowed to have one. Yeah, look, it's great that the Lakers finally have a young player who's uh, performing <laughs> well. All right, um, should we just go straight to the? Oh, yeah, let's go straight to the news. Do you want to? Do you want to give the like base uh, at Rod Rock Pod Round Rock Pod? You know, you guys know. <laughs> also, stickers. I haven't sent them out in like a month. I have a backlog of them. It but is... if you want a free sticker, DM or email us at Round Rock Pod or Round Rock Pod at Gmail dot com. Yeah, and. I'd like to state, for the record, I've yet to send a sticker to a woman. So if you are a female round ball rock listener... Let us know. Uh, let us know. <laughs> round um, bell rock. If I don't, That's not a good name for the, the female. No. All right. Uh, Sean, let's hit the news. News. This is round ball rock news basketball news for humans and robots trust the process okay sean keen you were in a car driving all day yeah i was um so you missed out on the knicks having a new sponsor oh i'm very excited the the knicks got their jersey sponsor today Oh my gosh! And is it famous he, Rays? Is it famous no, original Rays? Okay, it's JD in the straight shot. Um, <laughs> which I wish it was JD in the straight shot, but no, it's Squarespace. Squarespace. <laughs> yeah, everyone's favorite podcast advertiser. It's too bad Squarespace. you can't. It's too bad you can't listen. Like watch a Knicks game on one and a half speed, the same <laughs> oh, way dude. many of these podcasts are. Uh, well, I guess that, that means that the Knicks are truly rebuilding, right? Yeah, I mean they're they're building beautiful, right? Isn't that a wasn't that a Squarespace build beautiful? Uh... Yeah, and man, I wish they I wish that this came with a requirement that every member of the Knicks started a Squarespace page. Um, I mean, because Yoko oh, Noah's yeah. would be, like, somehow music-oriented. You'd be able to buy, like, synthetic marijuana, and it would be, like, 80% pornography. Ron Baker's would just be his book. Yeah, yeah. It's a, and, and <laughs> like, it would, somehow he'd, he'd make it so, like, you visit his Squarespace page once, and every time you like make an online purchase, he gets a small amount. Like you, you notice every time you go to Amazon, you're like, "Why is there a Ron Baker background on this?" Um, well, I'll tell you one thing. I bet of all the Knicks, Ron Baker is most likely to have a Squarespace page already, right? Oh, for sure. I bet. I bet he's like helped other players with their Squarespace pages. <laughs> He's like showing Paolo Quinn 
<laughs> um, make a Squarespace page. And like he just keeps like throwing the mouse across the room. And he's like, he's like, he, he used the square, used the code Mecca for twenty percent off. Yeah. Um, because of the garden, I, yeah. I could have come up with a funnier term than I Mecca. Thought, I what thought is their Tyler Squarespace? Quinn might which... be a Muslim, and I was like, oh, that's. <laughs> No, what that's that was actually going to be my question though. Yeah. What is Square Squarespace's uh, the I mean the next Squarespace promo code going to be Sean? Oh, the next promo code. <laughs> I mean, I think it's got to be um, like I bet they'll try to celebrate their big uh financial like like you know they they finally got a premium free agent and i think that's why their their promo code but in honor of tim hardaway jr and isaiah thomas will be got hard (laughs) we got him i think the knicks promo code uh for squarespace would probably be no oak Oh yeah, no oak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's what ne- next year. That's why they're going to have um, that secure that weird security company that advertises on podcast. Simply safe. Yeah. Protecting <laughs> from Charles Oakley. Uh, did you know that um, Yoakim Noah actually is paid in uh, checks that are mailed through stamps.com? Wow, he hates visiting the post office. <laughs> He also yeah. hates visiting the post because <laughs> he ain't gonna play much. Um, all right, if you have any other podcasts, uh, here's actually one last question, Sean. Yes. <laughs> Who? What? How many time? How many ads on, let's say, uh, Pod Save America? <laughs> Could Squarespace have bought for these the Knicks sponsorship, you think? And would it have been a better deal? I mean, I have to say that the Knicks are pretty bad, but I would say that John Favreau and John Lovett actually have ended up on the losing side more in the past <laughs> year than even the Knicks. Like, All like right. them, them forecasting the election was like Derrick Rose declaring the Knicks a super team. (laughs) Don't worry, guys. Don't wet your pants. That makes me really sad. All right, (laughs) let's move on. (laughs) Uh, Um, Also, I just learned, by the way, that uh, I'm not... uh, that uh, Ron Baker is a member of the Citizen Potawatomi Nation. So Ron I don't Baker know what actually, that means. I believe he's part Native American. Oh, well that, I mean, he was already the whitest player in the league. And nothing's and whiter now, than <laughs> the nothing is whiter than, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nothing is whiter than being a white guy and talking about how you're like 116th Cherokee or whatever. But congrats, Ron Baker. You're going to be the starting point guard, probably. That's actually how he got into Wichita State. They found out he played basketball much later. <laughs> All right. Um, should we talk about a couple of contract extensions? Yeah, let's, let's It's extension season. So they got to get these done, these rookie extensions. 
got to be done um, before the season starts. Is that right? Yes. I mean, I don't know with the early season. I don't know now, actually, with right. the season starting earlier. It used to be October 30th they had to be done, I believe. And that was like the day before the first day of I almost said first day of school. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Um, I don't know. We're not experts. We had an expert on our podcast, but he's currently uh, busy being an expert elsewhere. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so we, 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 there's only, basically, we are, we are down to, I think there's, well, let's talk about the guys who got extensions. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, Joel Embiid, Sean, you want to walk us through the deets of this one? Because I still don't really understand them. Yeah, so so Joel Embiid, after his 31-game, three-year NBA career, has signed a five-year, $148 million max contract. Extension. Get that money, son! Get that money, son. Um, and also, he does... I haven't seen this before the CBA. He does have a chance to make it worth five years and I think $175 million, but he would have to be on the All-NBA team this year to be eligible for that. So wait, say that again. What's the number? So it's five for 148, uh, which is the standard uh, max. Say the big one, $175 million? $175 million, and that's if he gets the, like... Uh, all NBA bonus. I believe he would have to win the MVP <laughs> to get all of the money and have to win it uh, like this year. I think. Well, I just did. I just did the math. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's fifty million Shirley Temples. Oh my God. Well, yeah. Uh, because I I decided like okay, I think two fifty for a Shirley Temple. Then at throw a dollar and a tip. Yeah, I said works. I said I thought a, a Shirley Temple was probably three dollars and fifty cents. I think so. <laughs> I don't know how it's sold in pitchers, which I think is his actual. Uh, that's the way he prefers to drink them. Yes, but... he does. He does. <clears throat> now, um, this this seems like a lot of money to pay for a guy who's only played thirty one games, and I guess mm-hmm. the Sixers got some injury protection on it, uh, which means. If he gets hurt from things he's previously missed time from, which would be his his bad foot and his bad back, mm-hmm. um, there are all, some all great signs for a seven footer. <laughs> great, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Embiid again has played thirty one games. They if he plays less than fifty seven games in a season, and he plays less than sixteen hundred fifty minutes. Uh, they can void. Uh, I mean, he gets a bunch of guaranteed money anyway, but they can get out of the back end of the contract and waive him. So wait, like, say that again. So they can just fully waive him. I didn't realize that they can fully waive him. He still gets a lot of that money. Uh, and that's at any point he doesn't hit those numbers. Yeah, it's fifty-seven games and. 1650 minutes 1650 minutes is basically like 30 minutes a game for 55 games basically fuck dude which is that's a brutal deal actually like now that's... that I'm hearing <laughs> look this is the first time I'm like 
I'm hearing it said out loud. Yeah. That is a not a very player friendly deal, frankly. Uh, well, he gets a lot of guaranteed money anyway, so it's um. I mean, he still he still gets a fair amount of all that money, basically. Um, like like. I mean, they have a very specific injury clause. He can, like, blow out his knee and tear his ACL, and they're not able to dump him. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so the way it works is, like, yeah, he has to miss 25 or more games, play less than 1650 and they have the option. So, basically, if they say they say he, he, like, melts down, he hurts his foot, he doesn't make it, and they want to waive him after the 2018-19 season, he'd still get $84 million. Okay. All right. And then, you know, they they can they can get... But a, does basically... it count against the cap? Uh, I think it still counts against the cap. But not, not the remainder of the contract. You know, $84 million count. So they would have to they would have to get a very quick cap hit. I mean, they'd, they'd stretch him, obviously. Right. But, um... Yeah, so he's basically, I believe, $84 million of this contract are fully guaranteed. And even if they waive him and lose the last year, so they would get him for five years, that mm-hmm. would cost them, he would still get 129.4. And then, uh, and once he plays, and once he plays 1,650 minutes in three out of four years, starting with this year, they can't void anything. Okay, that is that that's a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> and so he would have to he can't get to the supermax, which is yeah, 176 million. He would have to be first team all NBA this year or he would have to win the MVP next year. So he's not getting that supermax thing, but what a fun thing to track for this season, right? Wait, he could make the he could make first team all NBA at center. I mean, maybe. I mean, who was the first team All NBA center this year? Um, it was not Rudy Gobert. Oh, it was Rudy Gobert, right? I don't remember. <laughs> I know it's been DeAndre Jordan and Mark Gasol recently. So the All NBA first team this year was uh, Anthony Davis was the big man. Okay, I guess if we're allowed to count him as a center, maybe Embiid can't do it. But yeah. I wouldn't count him out. Like, if he played 70 games, I mean, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's like, like... his numbers are going to be crazy. I mean, his it's, numbers were crazy last year. <laughs> they really were. <laughs> but he only played 31 games. But right to me, this is like insurance for the Sixers and... I think they didn't really have a choice between giving him a max contract or not. Yes, I and agree. so this is a pretty good amount of insurance for that. I mean, they're kind of just screwed if he gets hurt anyway, but at least this uh, reduces the amount of years that they're screwed if he gets. Hurt. I think this is the best possible deal they could have signed him to. No, it's a great. I, I think it works for both of them. Like last gets... night when I thought it was reg- was like a regular deal, I was like, "Oh, I don't know about that." Sixers right now hearing it, it's like this seems like a pretty reasonable deal from both sides. Right, because at this point you're giving a guy a rookie extension, and 
the only reason to really do it is if the guys, you know, like when Blake Griffin got to this point in his career, that was a no-brainer. But you kind of want to get something for locking in early because otherwise, you know, I mean, I guess the downside was Joel Embiid could have signed a max restricted contract in theory next year and it wouldn't have injury protection. So that's what they get. And like, you know, the Warriors have gotten a little discount from them extending Draymond. They got that when they extended Clay Thompson. You know, they didn't just give them the absolute max. Right. And I think that's fair to get like you should get a little something for locking the guy in a year early. Uh yeah. Uh, speaking of someone who didn't give up anything yeah. to get locked in early, yeah. uh, Gary Harris was extended. <laughs> uh, that, yeah, that contract is not as, I thought it was the straight four years, $84 million they originally announced. Mm-hmm. Apparently it's only $74 million guaranteed, which That still changes... seems like too much. <laughs> it still seems a little high, but at least it's like... When they were just signing him for four for eighty four, it was uh, to me that was like, why? Why would you even do it early at that point? Like, let him get a restricted offer if if someone's going to pay him that much. Like, who was going to pay Gary Harris next year? Uh, the Sixers, because the Sixers still have a ton of cap room. The Sixers do, and I could see the Sixers doing. And it, if they but... liked Gary Harris better than like. Avery Bradley and Reddick and KCP. I mean, Gary Harris would make more sense for their timeline. Right. Gary Harris just turned 23. Yeah. So, you know, but four for 74 is much more reasonable to me than four for 84. So yeah. kind of seems high, but at least they... Yeah, the thing that I thought was interesting is that this is the kind of agent face-saving stuff you see when NFL contracts get announced. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, my God. The Patriots just signed that guy to a $100 million contract. <laughs> and then it's like, actually, $32 million of that is guaranteed. <laughs> right. Know? And the last two years are like $80, $80 million a year. And yeah, yeah. Aren't and the, ever going to get The guaranteed dates, up. like. Five minutes before the season starts. Or something yeah. Like that. yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so Gary Harris got one of those deals because uh, I think his incentives for getting the other ten million are like, you know, first team All NBA. That's a million dollar bonus. Uh, <laughs> winning the scoring title. That's two million. <laughs> <laughs> What if Gary Harris hit those numbers? That would be amazing. It's just I mean, like... I, you know what? I guess we shouldn't be shit-talking any of these deals because uh, I thought the Mike Conley rookie extension was, like, the most ridiculous extension mm-hmm. ever right. when he signed it. <laughs> it was like, Mike Conley fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah, and I can't tell if I like this contract now just because I hated it before and now it's $10 million less. <laughs> and so, like... I feel like I may be getting Safeway clubbed on this one. You know, when you see something and you're like, two for one? I don't have no concept of what this normally costs. Uh, yeah, good uh, job, Gary Harris, though. 
Yeah, good on good on Gary Harris. Look, I'm pro any player getting lots of money. Yeah, man. Yeah. Frankly, unless of course it's my team paying him. Um. <laughs> yeah, the other thing I would say for this is that they also gave Mason Plumley an extension. So they have now committed. I say Mason. <laughs> so yeah, for like, so not even counting the fourth year of Gary Harris's deal, uh, they've now committed to spending something like ninety-five million dollars for the Plumley Harris combination for the next three years. That seems high. It's not going to be crazy, though, when next summer, Sean, uh-huh. they trade that Plumley contract for the last year of a Dwight Howard deal. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're right. If he, could, God, if he could get traded for all the Plumleys, that would really be something. And they're like, yeah, we think he can play with Jokic. <laughs> Dwight. Oh, my God. Can you imagine, like. What if what if just being at altitude changed him? Like he suddenly, <laughs> like he was just like a little more lightheaded and was like, I don't think farts are funny anymore. <laughs> well, I mean, what would really change him would be the legal weed. Let's be honest. Oh, that's true. <laughs> hey, Dwight's a Christian, Joey. It would really mellow him out. Yeah. I mean, he'd um, so, mellow him out in that, I mean, he would start wearing novelty hats because he was smoking so much weed. Yeah, he would wear one of those, like, dreadlock, those hats with dreadlocks coming out of it. I just mean it would straight so Carmelo him out. He would just, <laughs> like, suddenly Dwight Howard doesn't want anyone to snitch? Doesn't even really uh, seem like a thing in Colorado. Do you think Dwight Howard was at a McDonald's this weekend demanding Szechuan sauce, Sean? Um... I think he, like, intentionally went to a lot of McDonald's and, like, had a friend filming him asking for sauce from a different cartoon. Yeah, yeah, like uh, American Dad. He's like, yeah, you got got the American Dad ketchup? And they're like, what? And he's like, you got Dwighted. (laughs) It's his new show, Dwight Out. It's like the worst member of his entourage from the Orlando days who hasn't gotten sick of him yet. Uh, All right. Um, Oh, we have a... There's an embed... There's an embed question here that I didn't ask you earlier, Sean. Oh, yeah. Which is... Is Embiid the best? Who is Embiid is the best Philly sports figure since blank? Yeah, uh, and I'll I'll tell you this right now. I don't know anything about the Philadelphia Flyers, so <laughs> if you're not talking Eric about Lindros? Eric Lindros or Ron Hextall, are the options there? I believe. I want to say they had Yager like a year ago. <laughs> Uh, he was yeah, like forty four. On like, well, no, he was he was on the Flyers. I don't know, man. I don't. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I um, think he's still playing, man. No, I know he is. I think he was on the Florida Panthers 
and might still be. I don't know. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> oh, he's um, currently playing for the Calgary Flames. Shouts okay, to Will well, Weldon. <laughs> uh, oh, no, shouts to the, dan- the Danch, Daniel Child. Oh, that's right. Our Calgary friend. <laughs> all right, well, Look, enjoy all the... all roads the... on this podcast lead back to Calgary at some point. That's true. Um... <laughs> that, that's very true. Uh, but... Yeah, he's Since 45. who, Sean? <laughs> yeah, who's the... I, I honestly couldn't think, like... The Phillies had some good teams back then Mm -hmm. but i can't really like jimmy rollins ryan howard i mean like chase utley was the best guy but i don't really feel like chase utley necessarily spoke to the city of philadelphia like like he lives in sausalito half the year oh i know who it is who is it apollo creed oh oh I was thinking, yeah, do you think Embiid has a chance to be in that handwritten, Stallone-penned Creed sequel? No way, dude. It would be so dangerous to let him be around fists. Well, but also, there's no way Sylvester Stallone knows who Joel Embiid is. Hey, Joel, be bold. Hey, be bold, Joel. Jump on this trampoline. This seems like a bad idea. It's like, be bold. Uh, but yeah, no, I think I think it goes Allen Iverson, Apollo Creed, Joel Embiid. Apollo Creed, Joel Embiid. Yeah, I mean it rhymes. It makes sense. There's gonna be a statue of him at the wait. Episode. Not Apollo Creed. Adonis Creed. Adonis Creed. Yes. Adonis Creed. Jesus Christ! I can't believe I did that. I'm embarrassed. Wow. Adonis Creed. Uh. Who isn't even from Philadelphia, to be fair. <laughs> but he goes to Philadelphia, and the town really embraces him. That's true. That's true. because The, the music community loves him. And unlike uh, his dad, he is alive. So that's yeah. big. <laughs> yeah, Apollo, Apollo Creed is not from Philadelphia either, right? No, I don't think so. <laughs> They're from L.A. Right? Yeah. Half of that movie's in L.A. <laughs> That's how he knows James Brown and got him to be at that Drago fight. Um, all right. Um, where are we now? Uh, oh, so question about – not. I'm going to be a Bill Simmons here about the two extensions we got going yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, um, Are these guys properly good <laughs> – or, sorry, I was going to do underrated, overrated, and properly oh, rated, yeah, yeah, but yeah. with good. Are these guys good? Are we sure these guys are good? Like, like Plumley, I don't think we're sure. No, Plumley. We... <laughs> no, Plumley, I'm pretty sure isn't good. You know how, like, Portland and Utah and Denver and Minnesota for a while were just, like, going around trying to poison pill each other all the time? Now they're like going around, just like out Poison pilling themselves. Yeah, they're yeah, like they're self pilling. <laughs> like somehow the Blazers managed to dump Plumley before he was due this extension. But all that's going to happen is that like they're going to extend Nurkic for even more money, and then he's going to yeah. get really fat. You know, like it's just it's all going to blow up like and you you just look back on the last 10 years and you're like I can't remember 
which place Raymond Felton was worse. You know? <laughs> and they're like, wait, you guys got into like a huge feud over Nick Batum? What happened? <laughs> Somehow, like, they've all employed Andre Miller. It's really weird. I mean, Ricky Rubio is next, right? He's got to go to all these cities. Oh, yeah. I mean, he'll be late career Ricky Rubio is going to really find a niche in Portland. They're going to love him. Yeah. He's going to have a mohawk <laughs> there. Yeah, but it'll be gray. It'll be a gray mohawk. And they're like, is he a punk? And he's like, oh, I just things did not work out the way I want. But I changed my face. <laughs> change my change my look. Be happy. Alright. Um... God, I love fucking Ricky Rubio. Alright, um... So how good are these guys, though? Joel Embiid, right, his ceiling, I mean, his floor is Greg Oden for sure, right? I think he's I think he's hit Greg Oden's floor. Yeah, I think so. Uh, but what's his ceiling? Like, what could, at best, what could Joel Embiid be? I think a first-team all-NBA MVP candidate. That like seems, an MVP candidate, that seems yeah. Unusually, that seems unusually hopeful, but at the same time, um, you know, like, look, he's been hurt a lot, but he's, you know, he's, he's still 23. Yeah. Um, that's, you know, you think about, like, like, David Robinson had his NBA career. He started... Like, at this point, David Robinson was, like, a year away from leaving the Navy. So, it's just, he's still very, very young. And Well, and if you think about it, like, Zydrunas Elgowskis was a guy who had feet problems. Yeah. And then didn't have them ever again. (laughs) I mean, that's very hopeful. And I hope it happens for Joel Embiid. But no, like, it would be awesome. But he's, you know, I still kind of think he he might have played a few more games if they weren't going like driving the tank last year. Yeah, like if Ben Simmons hadn't been uh, yeah. sitting out for no reason, basically. <laughs> yeah, basically, it seems like Ben Simmons was fine. He it doesn't it kind of seem like he could have been back for a lot of the back half of that season. They said that. <laughs> and he had like a freak injury anyway. I mean, Joel Embiid is a huge guy and he's had foot problems, but like, I honestly think it would not be out of question to have him be like, at like, like have like a Yao Ming career. That mm-hmm. seems crazy. No, that's sad though. Yeah, but like without <laughs> the backbreaking labor at the Asian basketball tournament, like, flying yeah. coach on a plane, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, you mean where he won't have to play two seasons? Right, basically. right. <laughs> and and I do think the Sixers seem like they're a good organization now, although mm. those owners might still be ready to strip the team down for parts. But, like, I think he, I think he's getting good medical care. Yeah. We we are hopeful. We yeah. hope he doesn't have to go to Qatar again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Gary Harris, Sean, is he good? I honestly, 
I don't really know if he's good. <laughs> he shot like 50% from the floor last year. Yeah, I mean, he's like, he can play defense. He's, the thing that, he's not really that tall. Mm-hmm. He's like 6'4", right? 6'3"? He's listed at 6'4 and 2'10". And yeah. he does not have the face of a star. I wouldn't say he has <laughs> bust face, but, you know, he was terrible as a rookie. And then he shot 42% from three last year. Yeah. And he shot 35% the year before. Well, and basically, as someone who watched a lot of Nuggets games last yeah. year, um, basically Gary Harris was the only one who figured out, like, when Jokic has the ball, I just cut back door every time. Yeah. And I get a layup. And, <laughs> and I know. don't know if that's Gary Harris being super smart or... Yeah, it's an opportunity thing. I wonder if there is also possibly some positional scarcity involved here. Sure, there are not a lot of two guards. There's not. So, yeah, for four seventy four, I I would have probably wanted to get a little bit more of a discount if I were the Nuggets. But also, I would have rather had four for sixty four. I think. Well, yeah, but I wonder <laughs> also if the Nuggets like. They know they're signing Jokic. They don't have any cap space anyway. I wonder if that's a thing where the agent's like, you're capped out anyway, just give them the money. Yeah, when we were talking about that, too, when this trade went down yeah. via, in, in our group text. Yeah. Um, and at one point I just said, man, money now means nothing to Denver. They should just trade for Evan Turner. Like, well, and just get some... <laughs> Get some money, like, get some stuff with that, or yeah, like Evan Turner sucks, but it's only because of that contract. Oh, and they like, don't. Evan Turner's like a good player, like not a good player, but he's like a serviceable NBA player. Well, but like, he... trade for Reed for Evan Turner, get them out of that money, and like, guess what? Now you have two small forwards. Yeah, and you can maybe get some <laughs> bonus stuff too. Yeah, I mean their owners still cheap. But we'll see if yeah. they pay the tax. Um. All right. Uh. So that's that. What's his ceiling and what's his floor, Sean? Gary Harris. Yeah. His ceiling is probably like Jason Richardson. I don't think oh. he's that good an athlete, but he shoots like that. Like, I could see him having a long career like that. Like, eh, it's not. That's the wrong type of player, but. Um, I was gonna say like, um, like the the shape of that career. I think he could yeah. have a better career than JJ Redick. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. Like a definite starter, third option on a good team. That's his ceiling, right? I could see him like <clears throat> getting those like. In a weaker conference, getting those like Richard Hamilton type All Star appearances. I was actually going to say Richard Hamilton. Yeah, I think is his ceiling. <laughs> well, seems, um, yeah, and his floor—it's like whatever it is right now. He stays what he is now, yeah. which is like, you know, fine shooting guard. <laughs> right. In a league that has no shooting guards. I think like, there's. I think it's he might be overpaid, but I, I just don't think there's. 
like, he would have just wanted to save money for the sake of saving money, but he's not going to be that bad. Right. You know, right. barring a catastrophic injury, obviously. Let's talk about another shooting guard who got an extension, yeah. Sean. Uh-huh. Uh, Norman Powell. Yes. Uh, uh, blog favorite Norman Powell, I would say. Uh, he got four for 42 with a player option from Toronto. Yes. And I got to say, I'm a big fan of this contract. Yeah, he got the, like, middle of the second round standard extension. You know, there's a rule that, like, it's, it's I, I don't remember exactly, but somehow he and Josh Richardson both had the same qualifying thing where they were able to start at, like, 120% of, mm-hmm. I want to say, the mid-level. Yeah. And that's why they have the exact same contract. And they gave him a player option for the fourth year, just like Josh yeah. Richardson got. Uh, if they gave him the minutes, I think he could easily outplay this contract. But I don't know if they're going to give him the minutes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's... He, he seems like... Uh... He's definitely made the most of his opportunities in Toronto, and now they've gotten rid of the starting small forward ahead of him. So that's probably a good... But they also got C.J. Miles. Oh, that's true. But, you know, he's he's going to just get a chance to play a lot more. Yeah. Whereas, um, yeah, it's... Um, I don't know, he's, it's... It's only. It feels like such a crapshoot. Like, do you think? Do you think they, like, really found him at UCLA, or do you think it's like, it's it's like a crapshoot with those guys? Um, I think. Well, there are certain teams that consistently find these guys, though. Right. And like ones run by Masai Ujiri, generally are the ones that do that. Like, Masai's problem is, like, signing the wrong people. Yeah. And, like, uh, also when he has high draft picks, he doesn't do that well. But, like, later round picks, like, people, like, teams like Miami, the Warriors, Toronto always find these guys. Denver, when Masai was there. Denver now, even, kind of, actually. Um, I mean, I honestly think... So he's played two years. He was Rookie of the Month his last the last month of his rookie season. Didn't play that much at the beginning of last year. And then, you know, he just... He was not really in the rotation for a lot of the year. He did score 25 points in the playoffs last year against the Bucks. So, you know, and he's also... Good defender, not that tall. He's a two, not a three, you know. But I mean, I'm, I don't know if that matters that much when Demar Derozan is like six eight, you know. Right. I don't understand. It's it's a Dwayne him not playing to me is a Dwayne Casey problem, where it's like I don't want to like I don't want to play with three guards. Yeah, and Demar Carroll had a huge contract too. Like I think that factors in. Yeah. Totally. So, yeah, I think he's going to play a lot. I think this is, um, I would prefer not to give him a player option for the year where he is 27, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, 
I don't know. I think if you're going to get a guy at kind of a discount like that, I mean, again, it, it's like you get something to give up something. It it has to do with the math of the CBA because again, Josh Richardson received this exact contract from the Heat, so it seems like it's kind of just the price for that guy. But like Josh Richardson, job. a guy I did not even know existed until he signed that contract. <laughs> At um, first, well, his rookie year, I was like, is Jay Rich back in the league? Draining threes <laughs> for the Heat? And no, it was Josh Richardson. Uh, Sean, you got an ad read for us? I do have an ad read for you guys. Uh, we have a new sponsor this week, and it is a great entertainment destination in south florida if you like magic shows nba basketball and the violent culture of the former yugoslavia you are going to love the new theater from goran Dragic of the miami heat it's called the Dragic castle oh where they do magic uh goran is a magician with the basketball and his younger brother zoran is a magician on the stage or at least in Goron's pool house. Together, they've got the best combination of magic from the worlds of NBA and war-torn Slovenia. Goron pays tribute to the point guard position by producing dimes from the ears of audience volunteers. Not to be outdone, Zoran pulls a t-shirt gun out of a hat. Have you ever seen a magician saw a woman in half? Well, the Drogic brothers have a twist. They describe in great detail where they saw a woman torn in half by NATO shells outside the family farm. Let me tell you, PTSD is the ultimate mind freak. That's not all. Goran is a master of escape, demonstrating how he can make himself disappear from the city of Phoenix. Zoran does sleight of hand, producing improbably guaranteed contracts from thin air. And both know the ancient art of mind reading. Why they can both put on a blindfold and identify every single Bosnian in the theater. Todd dead. They don't wear capes because capes are only for kurbas. I looked this up. That That is a Slovenian slang word for whore. Um, oh, jeez. Okay. Most of all, the Dragic Castle is for kids. The first 25 kids each night get a free autograph. The first 10 get some authentic NBA arena popcorn. And the first three lucky kids get an actual human earlobe. Trade it with your friends, but don't tell the secret police. Also, if you are a Croat, you get to try the straitjacket escape. The Drogic Castle. Because kids need to learn life is not so magical. Okay. Wow. Um, that is a weird ad read, Sean. It's a dark one. It was also... A I'm shocked we had a Slovenian-based ad read and no mention of Anthony Randolph, everyone's yeah. favorite Slovenian. That's true. He's a, he's a magician. <laughs> His, the greatest trick Anthony Randolph ever pulled was getting a Slovenian passport. <laughs> um, Sean. Yeah. We had a lot of feuds this week in the NBA. We did. We had a couple of them... Um, one that kind of came out of nowhere for me was was Kevin McHale and James Harden. Uh, yeah. Um, so Kevin McHale on went on NBA TV and criticized James Harden's leadership. Yes. He and said his they defense, brought in Chris but... Paul to bring in to because he's not a leader. That's right. That's what he That's said. That's what they said because he's not a leader. Okay. And then, what did James Harden do? Did he just ignore the ravings of his former coach? That sounds like something 
James Harden would do for Kevin McHale. Did he, did he have him beat up and robbed like Moses Malone Jr.? <laughs> We're, I think we could maybe get Moses Malone Jr. on the podcast if we make it like not that many phone calls. Moses Malone Jr., if you're listening, if you're a look, you might be facing a round ball racketeering charge right now, but if not, get in touch. Hit us up. Um, we'll teach you no, how to what Skype. Did, what did James Harden do, Sean? Uh, James Harden said that Kevin McHale is a clown. Oh. Okay. Here's the thing about this feud. Are either of yeah. these guys wrong? No. <laughs> like, Kevin McHale is a clown. Like, he had a recurring <laughs> guest role on Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, that's yeah. like... He, he looks like Frankenstein. He makes jokes. <laughs> He has a he crazy has, like, laugh. He has, armpit hair so long you can braid. <sighs> that was, like, one of the most traumatizing things about my childhood. Like, I don't know if I just didn't get, like, enough education about secondary sex characteristics, but, like, I already didn't like the Celtics, and then at the end of games, Mikhail would always put, like, his his hands behind <laughs> his head, and just, there was just so much armpit hair. It was like, <laughs> what is happening with this team? <laughs> That was Larry Bird's mustache, so thin and wispy, and Kevin McHale has the armpits of a Sasquatch. It was like he has a Marx brother tucked into every side of his basketball jersey. Ugh. Uh, but yeah, James Harden's a he's 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 not a leader. Like no, like I'm sure he, I'm sure he like buys guys dinner and stuff. But but like, have you watched him play in the playoffs ever? Cause... <laughs> yeah, he he quits consistently in the playoffs every year, or like, two games early. Well, what about like the greatest moment in recent Houston Rockets playoff history when they came back from way down in an elimination game? What was James Harden doing during uh, that? Watching comeback? Josh Smith dominate. <laughs> you know, but with like a towel on his head, looking like he was going to cry. I mean, like, well, and again, I'm not even saying like... The, the Rockets do perfectly fine with him. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, we, we are actually, as much as we make fun of James Harden uh, beating up Moses Malone Jr. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. And, uh, you know, what all his antics. Uh, yeah. We're pro. We think James Harden's a good basketball player. Here yeah, man. He's rock. <laughs> none of them's a leader. Like, that's it's just not, like... Oh, isn't Clay Thompson our favorite player of the league? Basically, <laughs> not a leader. Like just, uh, you know who else isn't a leader? Who's that? Anthony Randolph. Anthony Randolph. He is. <laughs> he's the problem is he's also not a follower. He's <laughs> he is a lone wolf. <laughs> yeah, he's like he's like it's like it's good that he plays basketball because a lot of the things about him are like, oh, that's like. A school shooter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, we, we have to stop talking about Anthony Randolph. Okay. Um, uh, oh, yeah. Let's keep going with these feuds. <laughs> NBA feuds. Uh, but, no, I'm not picking a side in this. They're both right yeah. and both wrong at the same time. Uh, this next feud I only sort of paid attention to. Uh-huh. Uh, do you want to walk us through it here? Yeah, uh, seeing as you're a big three expert. 
I'm a big three expert, so uh, my man, big three champion, and um, executive cap- of the year. Yeah, I mean, he was team captain of the year, but yeah. Uh, so, uh, Jeremy Lin, for those of you who don't know, um, he has dreadlocks. Yeah. You know, it doesn't look great, but you know what? He's breaking down a lot of boundaries, and, you know, God bless him. Um, so Kenyon Martin basically said that Jeremy Lin shouldn't wear dreadlocks because he is Asian American. Mm-hmm. Somewhat controversial. Jeremy Lin fired back with some shade talking about how he can have dreadlocks because Kenyon Martin has Chinese <laughs> tattoos. Uh-huh. Uh, and it, it sort of blew up, I guess. Uh, yeah, but they're yeah. like friends now. Didn't Kenyon Martin claim he was only joking? Well, like, I guess because... they don't. I guess they don't have any real feud. I mean, I mean, Jeremy Lin like made fun of him back in like, but and then also had like an extremely woke speech in the locker room after a preseason game, uh, where he explained all his stuff about like cultural appropriation and you know it was very harvard of jeremy Lin. (laughs) yeah yeah i mean yeah and he um i mean i don't think anybody really needs to to jump in uh i mean it's it's just fine and then he was very weird to see two nets greats fighting though what's that (laughs) it's weird to see two nets greats fighting yeah and um and one thing that was was interesting is that uh, Lil B took the time to curse Kenyon Martin. Well, uh, no, he threatened. He didn't actually he curse threatened. him. He threatened. Yeah. He well, was like, leave my man Jeremy Lin alone, or well, else I'll curse you. Well, he said he is cursed for his no reason hating on Jeremy Lin, but he has <laughs> since removed the curse. Um, yeah, I mean, I just have to say, it's sad when Nets feud with each other, because there's just not yeah. that many of them. You know what I mean? Brooke Lopez is the all-time <laughs> leading scorer, as we've mentioned on the podcast. You don't want to... That's friendly fire that you don't need. And also, I am not going to decide who... Uh, it's not up to me, uh, a 35-year-old white man, to side with who gets to wear dreads or not. Or uh, Chinese I'm tattoos. I'm, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I don't have any tattoos. Uh... I'm now, like I'm even say... hesitant to even say Chinese tattoos because I'm like, <laughs> well, I mean, technically it's a kanji, and it could be. <sighs> the only thing I'm allowed to decide is who gets to wear a sublime sun tattoo on yes. their calf, uh, and the answer is no one. All yeah. right. Um... <laughs> uh, having just returned from Humboldt County, I'm going to say that's a good call. <laughs> If you're a musician who died in the 90s, you will live forever in the t-shirts and the tattoos of Humboldt County. <laughs> All right, Sean, what's our next NBA feud? Our next feud is Blaze Pizza versus Pieology. Okay, so Blaze Pizza is yeah. uh, the country's largest growing fast casual restaurant uh, wow. owned by LeBron James. Uh, yeah, he's a big investor. And then I guess Pyology is a rival fast casual pizza place. 
we've talked about Blaze Pizza a couple times on the podcast. I'm still not totally sure, like, what a Blaze Pizza is like. There is one it's at like the Chipotle Staples Center. Pizza. So you're like, yeah, you're like ingredient at a time. Anyway, Pyology, Kevin Durant just invested in. Ugh. Shots fired. And you know what? He actually... That's a bad look, man. Well, it, it came out, actually, that he had a, a secret stockbroker who was trading at eBay under an assumed name. So that made it, like... <laughs> it kind of shitty, like... Yeah, he'd, he'd otherwise just been ordering Blaze pizzas and not picking them up. But, uh... <laughs> Pyology's only been around for, like, five years, too. I've been inside both a Pyology and a Blaze pizza, but I've never eaten it either. Yeah, it doesn't, uh... Yeah, I, I'm I... gonna tell you, I've seen the food at both, visually. Yes. Uh, and I'm gonna say... To me, based only on visuals, uh, Blaze Pizza seems a lot better. Yeah, they're both they're both apparently like the Chipotle of pizza. Kevin Durant said, given how fast our lives are these days, we don't want to wait for our pizza anymore. Okay, let me tell you something, Kevin Durant. Pizza okay. takes one amount of time to cook. <laughs> you can assemble that shit yourself. But it's still got to cook in an oven. Mm-hmm. Also, pizza is not something that is slowing down our fast-paced lives. <laughs> it's very Especially easy. Especially because most, at most pizza places, uh-huh. you can walk in and they have pizzas pre-made yes. and pre-sliced that you give them $3 for. Yeah. And they just hand it to you on a folded up paper plate. You actually have a pretty good chance of showing up at a pizza place and being like, I'm in a big hurry. Did you just like make a pizza for fun? Like, is there a pizza somebody didn't pick up? (laughs) Also, I'm going to say this summer has proved Kevin Durant's life not moving that fast. Oh. He has a, I'm just saying he has a lot of free time. It's not like he's like Jesus, you know how fast our lives are these days. Sometimes you got six different Twitter accounts. You just want to go and go to not the Chipotle of pizza, but Chipotle's rival of pizza. <laughs> Pieology. That sounds like an unpleasant high school subject. <laughs> but I bet I bet he has some kind of inside information and he'll do great on the investment. I mean, maybe. I don't know. It's been a bad summer for old KD. Yeah, like, um, biology, like biology. There's rat feces in the food. <laughs> Why did Durant put it there? He was in a weird place. <laughs> Somebody told him that the pizza wasn't good three years ago. Yeah. And he was trying to show them. <laughs> Give it how right, fast uh, our lives are. you got to bring your own rat feces. You can't wait for a rat to take a dump in the middle of a pyology kitchen. Who has the time? Right, I'm going to declare LeBron the winner of this feud. Yeah, he didn't. this makes me sad. Yeah. <laughs> um... 
Dwayne Wade is mocking is uh feuding with LeBron, Sean? What well, is he just he just posted a picture. Of oh, that LeBron. dope Snapchat Dwayne yeah, Wade posted. Really yeah, that was dope. You want to uh, walk us through the Snapchat? Dwayne Dwayne Wade and LeBron just they it seems like they're having a great time together already and I'm I'm so happy the the Seabass Bros are back. I like them both and I mean I have to say, I've, I don't think I've mentioned this on the podcast, but once I I was at a somebody somebody had really good seats for a baseball game and couldn't go, so I was sitting like closer than I normally do, and somebody in even better seats than mine during a competitive Giants game was not even looking up because he was engrossed in a hardcover copy of Dwayne Wayne's book about about fatherhood. <laughs> Was it Marlin's man? I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Or that weird guy who catches home run balls. Uh, no, nah, man, I'm 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 way into Wade this this year. He also he gave up so much money to join the Cavs. That's awesome. And he's he's starting. They he is declared. starting. That's not a great idea with Derrick Rose, but. Uh, but you know. I gotta say, I do like. Bench J.R. Smith again. Uh, sixth man of the year candidate, J.R. Smith. I think so, too. Here Maybe we he's go. Gonna, he's got to beat out Tristan Thompson. No, he doesn't. <laughs> no, he doesn't. That's the feud that's going to happen. <laughs> Tristan Thompson and J.R. Smith. But, yeah, I mean, that's that's uh, that Wade Rose backcourt. That's a feud waiting to happen. That's it. Look, we kind of didn't mention a feud here when we <laughs> brought this up, oh, yeah. but that is the feud that's going to happen. It's uh, Derrick Rose and Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade is so mean. Like, Dwayne Wade is like, don't you think Dwayne Wade is sort of like the NBA's mean girl? I I don't. He, I think he's actually. I think he's actually really happy. No, but I just mean, like, oh. like he's you know, the he guy made who fun gets of Dirk being sick that one time, and he did he did manage to peer pressure LeBron into going along with that one too. And then he uh, he he made fun of Dirk for being sick. He got he got Rajon Rondo to post like Rajon Rondo was so fed up with his behavior he posted like a long Instagram tirade about his vets. Yes, <laughs> like. And Dwayne Wade also has just consistently bullied Derrick Rose his entire career, basically. Well, that's, true. that's true. And Mario Chalmers. <laughs> yeah, he screams. He got. He made LeBron scream at Mario Chalmers. Well, and I feel like because Mario Chalmers hit the shot that beat Derrick Rose in the NCAA final in 2008, he's almost <laughs> bullying Derrick Rose by proxy. <laughs> Which, by the way, Mario Chalmers had a monster pre uh, a monster preseason game the other day for the Grizzlies. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna bump one of those Harrison twins off the roster. <laughs> he had like twenty four points. I've heard um, he's in, I've heard he's like because he's just been rehabbing for a year and a half. I've I have seen that he people in Memphis are like he's in tremendous shape, <laughs> like. I yeah, know. yeah. Good I mean, him. I believe it. I want, I want Memphis to be great. So good, good for him. Yeah, oh. I'm pro Rio. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. Dwayne anybody... Wade made fun of LeBron for being for being bald though. 
Yeah, for being bald. Yeah. He posted a Snapchat of, Duan, of LeBron wearing a wave cap. Yeah. Uh, or a do-rag, if you're one of those. Uh, yeah. If that's your preferred nomenclature for that. Yeah. Uh, and said, uh, man, take off that damn wave cap. You ain't got no hair. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. Yeah, it's great. Um, I'm... I'm pretty pumped for the Cavs this year. They're going to be gotta say. so much fun. They're going to. Uh-huh. What's great too is like watching them during the year. Uh, they're not going to play any defense. It's going to be really no. exciting. <laughs> and uh, it's it's so it's just funny. Oh, and Derek Rose already was saying that he took a discount to come to the Cavs. <laughs> They're gonna have to pay him double next year. So he's he's again. We're roughly eight months away from Derrick Rose demanding a max contract this summer, and then not attending one of his team's games. I mean, he is. I'm pretty sure they're gonna cut Derrick Rose. Wow. When Isaiah comes back, <laughs> that like they're is gonna be like, "Hey, eh, we're sticking with Calderon." <laughs> no, I mean I think they'll just end up playing Wade as the backup point guard. Oh, instead of I, I not who's the other backup guard? They have Corver. It's Corver. Corver. Corver, Smith, Shumpert, Wade, <laughs> Rose, Calderon. <laughs> what a squad. <laughs> the weirdest laugh. <laughs> Kay Felder is yeah, going to have to hit the bricks. He's not going to be there, Joey. Uh, Chetty Osmond's a guard, I believe. Yeah, I th- I'm pretty sure the Kay Felder era is over, unfortunately. <laughs> They're going to end so up much fun like, making fun of him. <laughs> yeah, well, and also, I think he might even lose the two-way contract uh, battle to Eddie Tavares. Yeah, they love Eddie Tavares over there. I call him Walter, but, you know, technically. (laughs) All right, that was some weird, funny, impromptu calves talk. Uh, But it did lead us into the last thing we wanted to talk about is uh, I've watched some preseason games, but not as many as I should be because the fucking NBA app, even though I paid for the league pass, uh, isn't letting me watch all of them. So ch- get your shit together, NBA. Come on, NBA. I should be able to watch any preseason game I want. And it should be free. Yeah, preseason? <laughs> Come on, man. Um, but anyway, I have watched some preseason games. Sean, have you watched any preseason games? Um, all the only real did they pre- have the preseason on the mountain? They did not have it on the mountain. I ended up the mountain was so cut off that I ended up um watching I want to say forty seven episodes of The Sopranos in four days, five days, five days. Forty seven? That's great. Forty seven. Oh man, I love really the a delight. You know, Paul Dano was in The Sopranos. I did not. Also, there's a scene in uh, season four where uh, where uh, Carmela's cousin Brian, the financial mm-hmm. planner, essentially yeah. describes a real estate scam, which is what happened in the stock market crash, in the housing market <laughs> crash of 2008. He's like, 
Yeah, man. You just, you know, anything that's federally guaranteed, you just take out as much money on it as you want. Who cares if you default? And I was like, oh, my God. They knew. David <laughs> Chase knew. By the way, uh, so, speaking of ahead. the preseason, the Bulls, the Bulls routed the Cavs tonight. Who was the star? Justin Holiday. Who else? Uh-huh. Lowry the, Markinen. How many did? What did you do? What did uh, Lowry? What are his numbers? Put uh, give me his numbers. Give me those Lowry. Lowry, numbers. eighteen points, five rebounds. Uh, one steal, four of seven from three, seven of twelve. Justin Holiday, a straight eight of sixteen, four for seven from three. Hit all his free throws, eleven boards, three steals, six turnovers. He was, he had the ball way too much, and uh, we we had a lot of uh, Jerry and Grant in this game because Chris Dunn horrifically broke his finger this week. And the bone went through wow. the skin. Poor Chris Dunn. Yeah, man. Denzel Valentine got a lot of minutes tonight, too. How many threes did Lowry hit? Lowry hit four of his seven threes. Oh, so tight. Rookie of the year. Plus 5,000. <laughs> That's down. a great bet, man. <laughs> the Cavs were maybe not playing that many of their posts. Well, how'd Derrick Rose do? Five of nine. Five Ooh. boards. Five assists. He was negative two. <laughs> LeBron was negative 18. I don't know if he was playing that hard. Kevin Love shot one of 12 tonight. Well, now wow. I'm reading a box score. This is maybe not. <laughs> uh, so have you seen any preseason games, Sean, or have you just been reading box scores in the woods? Uh, well, I got to, I watched the, the, the T-Wolves-Warriors game from China. And weirdly, I've seen a bunch of Donovan Mitchell. Mm-hmm. He looks good. Donovan Mitchell looking good. He does look good. <laughs> uh, those Nuggets really probably should have kept him. Um, uh, yeah, I've watched. I've watched my fair share of games. I watched the Thunder. Uh, I believe they lost to a, a foreign team that I couldn't even figure out what country they were from. Yeah, they, uh, they were. <laughs> Well, they were, I think they were playing Maccabee tonight. Uh, but and this it, team was it, called United? Where are they? Are they in? Oh, Maccabee played the Pacers. They beat the crap out of Maccabee. Okay, they, it was an Australian team called uh, Melbourne United. Melbourne United. So just Terrence Ferguson's old teammates. Do they get him now? Do uh, they win Terrence they, Ferguson uh, in that game? I lied. Uh, the Thunder won, but it was by one point. That's um, not a great <laughs> sign, but... I mean, they were not playing hard, I'm going to say. I'm going to say, do you think it was like a team full of delis? I watched it, and I couldn't figure out even what country they were from. Mm-hmm. Like... I was like, United, is this European? Like, I, granted, the sound wasn't on. I was doing other things. This is a every really... time I looked up, I was like, what is this team? Well, do you know who plays for that team? Do you who? remember you remember Long Braids, weirdest looking guy from Connecticut, former oh, New Josh Jersey Boone? Net? Yeah, Josh Boone. For, for sure. Josh Boone. That's, that's At one the point, only guy. I was, 
sort of dozing off, and I looked up and I said, "Is that fucking Josh Boone?" <laughs> it was Josh Boone. You were correct. Uh, one of the sadder, uh, like sad Warriors moments when uh-huh. the Warriors was were really bad was I remember they hacked a Josh Boone. Uh, uh, in a game against the Nets. Oh, I remember that, matter. too. That was a real sad <laughs> Also, that, that Antonius Cleveland guy that the Warriors had briefly is now playing for Melbourne United. This might be an Australian powerhouse. We might be, <laughs> we might be being too too rough on the thunder here. Well, they almost lost. Uh, hey, it's look, gonna take, I'm Carmelo gonna Anthony here. went 6 for 19, and I think that's yeah. the kind of thing that they can really build on. That was my takeaway from the game is... It is really going to take a while for those three guys to figure out how to play together. No, just keep giving Mellow shots, man. It will work out. Uh, Olympic Mellow! All right. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we're sputtering. Uh, One last thing I want to say. I've watched all the Warriors preseason games, and I hate Nick Young. All right, let's move on. How long did it it take for you to get to that point? Like three possessions into his first game as a yeah, warrior. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty fat too, right? Uh, I mean, he's fat for an NBA player. Yeah, but, I mean, I guess you know, he's still Nick. I'm young. still fatter than him. He's still extremely <laughs> handsome and really, built, but kind of fat for an NBA player. Yeah, he's fat for an NBA player for sure. Are you liking um, the Caspi experience though? Love the Caspi experience. Yeah, me too. Uh, loving the Jordan Bell experience even more. Oh boy. He's, he had a sequence where I'm probably even going to get this wrong, but in back-to-back-to-back-to-back possessions, he had, like, a block, and then a dunk, and then a steal, and then a dunk, and then a block, and then an alley-oop. Hold on, let me see if I can get this right. Uh, <laughs> it was insane. Um Jordan Bell can still get him on those Rookie of the Year odds. Uh, we will give you those marketing odds for him. He's not going to get the minutes. <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't think he will. He probably will not be able to ace out Draymond Green for that. Okay, so he gets a tip dunk, a steal, an alley-oop dunk, a driving layup, a steal, and a dunk all in, in succession. Seems pretty good. <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, basketball, we're a week away from basketball, Sean. Yeah, I mean, the only thing that changed for me in the preseason is really, like, people's injuries. Mm-hmm. And, like, Nick Batum being hurt is going to really screw over Charlotte. Like, I I was... Yeah. I really thought they were going to make the playoffs. But, look, he, he did not injure his ball-punching elbow, so that's good. <laughs> um, I was like, oh, and Rajon Rondo's having, like, hernia surgery. It's like, here's Oh, oh I did want to mention man. this. <laughs> yeah. So Rajon Rondo is out a month for sports hernia. Yeah. And just what I wanted to bring up is... What's the difference? I mean, you're not a doctor. So right. What's the difference between a sports hernia? Yeah, what's a sports hernia and, like, a regular hernia? So, <laughs> I actually think I know this one because I worked for a bariatric surgeon. 
A sport. Wait, I learn something new about you every episode, John. Yeah, yeah. So, so <laughs> like usually when you get a hernia, it usually has something to do with like kind of being out of shape, mm-hmm. and generally it just means that you have torn your abdomen in some mm-hmm. place, and uh, it is also a convenient excuse if you're going to get like gastric bypass surgery or a balloon. The mm-hmm. going in for a hernia repair is like a justification for getting that thing. A sports hernia, however, is generally a groin injury, and mm-hmm. it's more of like a muscle tear. It doesn't really have as much to do with like acid or diet or like lifting something. So it really hurts, but he probably just got it by cutting one okay. way or the other. Yeah. I'm going to make a prediction. Yes. The next... <laughs> Hernia. Demarcus Cousins is getting a non-sports hernia at right. some point in his career. <laughs> it, it's a Bourbon Street hernia. Yeah. And and the Pelicans are going to like go out of their way to be like, oh no, it's not a sports hernia. Trust us. <laughs> We'd tell you if it was a sports hernia. Um. All right, Sean. Uh, should we? finish up our episode here finish up the episode let's do our let's do our poll question okay so i sort of hinted at this question last week or i mean earlier in the episode yes and it's look uh rick and morty fans uh were harassing mcdonald's this week over some uh, over szechuan sauce i refuse to learn i i followed the story and I have just refused to learn why that's connected to Rick and Morty. I just don't. I don't really want to know. <laughs> uh, it's fine. It doesn't matter. Uh, but my question for you, Sean, is what NBA figure is most likely to have been at a McDonald's this weekend screaming at people for Szechuan sauce? Oh my god! You know. <laughs> I would say that the most likely Rick and Morty fans, even though they're they're kind of more into softer animation, would be Brooke and Robin Lopez. Mm-hmm. But I mm-hmm. feel like they'd be yelling at each other about right. like using the map online. They wouldn't be yelling at the employees. They'd be yelling much. at each other because they would have gotten there, they told them they were out of Szechuan sauce, and they would have been like... God, it's Robin's fault. They're Why did you drive like time. that? I had to take care of your cat. <laughs> uh, but I think I think keeping it in the tri-state area, uh, I think Michael Beasley is very likely to have yelled about that because it seems like someone may have convinced him that it, like it's a show for smart people, and he's like, uh-huh. I use 11% of my brain. I'm there. And... I feel like he would also just like be really into the Szechuan sauce, and he'd mm-hmm. be pretty likely to just yell at somebody at a drive-thru. <laughs> uh, good answer. Um, my answer is Mark Cuban. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to get on the ground floor of this. And he's like, he was actually just trying to buy them to sell them on eBay later. <laughs> and he's just like rattling off stuff, like spitting a little bit, like. <laughs> Got a, your economies of scale. That's why I would have I would have passed on this on I was a Shark Tank, and then um, it's interesting that you went that route because I was thinking it's because they're going to sign that Ding guy. 
mid-season, oh. and they're going to have a burger at the American Airlines Arena with the Szechuan sauce. <laughs> Someone's going to call it like a ding-dong thing, and they're going to all be fired. Also, he is uh, like fake smart, like a lot of those Rick and Morty fans. All right. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so that's our poll question. Who was at McDonald's demanding Szechuan sauce? Was it Michael Beasley or was it Mark Cuban? Uh, the classic question. Was it Beasley or was it Cuban? <laughs> um, Sean, anything you want to plug? Yeah, uh, I have a lot of Yard Barker stuff that's going to be coming out, but uh, every Tuesday you can read my NFL column. And in the Bay Area, I'll be headlining the punchline on December 20th right before christmas mm-hmm. so check it out uh who else will be performing on that uh, show, caitlin gill uh-huh ben kalina and yeah. uh, joey divine whoa weird all right <laughs> uh as for me uh next week we're gonna have eric malinowski the author of the Golden State Warriors book, Beta Ball. I just on... got my copy today. I'm very excited. I actually started reading it before the podcast today. Uh, and if you have any questions for Eric, please send us uh, send us your questions. Also, stickers, you know, all that good stuff. Look, um, you can be an alpha male and still read Beta Ball. I just want to tell you that, just in case. <laughs> Our listeners are pretty butch. <laughs> Um, but as always, you can follow me on Twitter, uh, at Frankie Muniz, where on 3-12-14, uh, I tweeted, if I accidentally put a live scorpion in my mouth and chewed on it, am I going to die? Don't ask how that happened, but my tongue is numb. He's gonna die. <laughs> he didn't. Spoiler alert, he didn't die, because he's on Dancing with the Stars four years later. <laughs> oh, thank God. Um, I just mean he probably is going to die from something like that, right? I mean, eventually, we're all going to die. Trust the process. Trust the process. (laughs) Shut it down. Let's all die. Podcast powers the world's best podcasts. 
Here's a show that we recommend. Are you a reality TV junkie? Do you ever think, dang, I wish I had someone to talk to about all the trash TV that I watch? Well, look no further, garbage lover, because Reality Gaze is a podcast for you. Hello, I'm Maddie. And I'm Poodle, and we're the Reality Gaze. We talk about all your favorite unscripted shows like The Golden Bachelor, Love is Blind, and TLC's big, messy behemoth, 90 Day Fiance. And if you're driving to work, folding laundry, or just pretending to listen to your husband talk about sports, just put on the pod, and you've instantly got two gay besties spilling all the tea and reading these people for filth. So come at us, y'all. Find Reality Gaze wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com